and welcome to For Heaven's Sake, a Seventh Heaven podcast. We are your co-hosts, Lady J. And T. I totally did not enunciate any of those words, did I? I know, you're like Lucy's <laughs> You're like Lucy's boyfriend. We are your co-hosts. What is it? Red leather, yellow leather, red leather. <laughs> oh no, it's another one of these off the rails episodes. I'm looking forward to it. Oh man, we are here. We are doing this episode, but we are not doing it alone. Finally. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we have a guest, you guys, and it's a repeat guest. Joining us in stewed for this episode is Lucina. Hello. Hi. Hi there. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing fabulous. <laughs> I'm doing fabulous. <laughs> I love your energy. I love you. What time is it? It's like, what, 8.30 p.m.? Something it's, it's a little late, okay? We're a little punchy. No, you're always punchy. That's true. Yeah, it doesn't no. take much. <laughs> um, oh, my God. So welcome back to this humble little podcast. Thank you for having me. Okay, Thank yeah. you for inviting me back. So wait a minute. Season one, you were with us? Oh my God, it was season one. If I'm not Fuck. mistaken, it was the finale. Of, or like the episode before the finale or something. Oh, that's... Yeah, that's this a was a time. long time ago. You guys have been burning through these. Well, yeah, it's been about a year and a half, and we're about halfway through. Yeah. A little bit more than halfway through. Yeah. So wait, it's like fourteen seasons. Eleven. Okay. God, if it was fourteen, no, no, <laughs> no, no. Like I don't, I can't even imagine a show lasting that long. I know Supernatural, and I know like yeah, I think. That- that has to be like sirens a, hello that we're doing a podcast here oh, people, are dying. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> people are dying and sick okay um, but that definitely is the only exception well didn't er last for like 18 million years i i don't know how long maybe 11 lasted. seasons for er too maybe yeah. and i know, know frazier lasted 11 years frazier was 11 mm-hmm Mm-hmm. But eleven that's seasons. That's true. It's a whole different sitcom. ball game when it's a thirty-minute sitcom. Sorry you're very to true. interrupt this. Show. No, please. That's why you're here <laughs> to, to put a kibosh on back this to the show. Bring you back. I actually have a suggestion for your next podcast. Oh, because I I realize you guys are going really fast. Mm-hmm. So I was like, maybe you should do nine zero two one zero. No. Oh my god, never. Oh, never. Wait a minute. But, but, but why? This, yeah, like this show is enough of a soap opera. <laughs> but why 90210? Because I've been watching Riverdale. Oh and... my God. Yes. Let's talk about Riverdale for a second. <laughs> okay, that's you But no season two spoilies because I'm not watching season two yet. <laughs> but Dylan from 90210 oh, yeah. is the dad. Oh, and yeah. I mean, he is just so. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's like he, old 90210. He aged like a fine wine. Wait, guys, which one was Dylan? Was it Luke Perry? There we go. I was, I Wait, is that who Dylan is? From 90210? Yeah, who's Jason Priestley's character? That, Brandon. 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 Brandon and Brenda. So not a Brandon. Yeah. Like when I think of Jason Priestley, I think of Dylan. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, sure. Yeah. But that's why. <laughs> Okay, so because you're watching Riverdale, we should do 90210 next. That totally tracks. I get it. I'm I'm right there with you. Every time anyone someone says like Luke Perry, I think of Clueless. 
Why? There's a line. She, you know, oh. oh, you know, Cher, she's saving herself for Luke Perry. Oh, right. <laughs> that line. Always, oh, God, Stacey oh, Dash. So what happened to you? I know. Rip, rip, rip. She fucking, like, tried to run for Congress or something. Like, what? Or, like, Senate or something. That, that is Congress. I mean, like, governor or something. I don't know. I'm put- and then And then didn't. <laughs> because obviously (laughs) oh my god God. okay let's get right the hell into this episode this is episode 708 titled peer pressure (laughs) no they already covered that with simon what do you mean peer pressure drinking oh right it's a different kind of peer pressure i love them (laughs) am i drunk (laughs) hi you're drunk. I didn't know. I just found out. Sorry. <laughs> uh, okay. The Amazon Prime spoilie for this episode is Eric resorts to spying when he feels replaced by another pastor. All right. Whatever. Wait, that's it? Yeah, that's it. Oh. Yeah, the so spoilies dr- are getting like real succinct. Sorry, you were saying, Lucina? This is so, so dramatic. I know. Like when I read that, I was like, oh. Oh, so now you read the spoilie before you watched mm-hmm. the episode. Yeah, we have like an unspoken rule where we don't do that. Okay. Specifically because the spoilies tend to be spoily, you know? And so oh. we're like, way to like, ru- like ruin the reveal, Amazon Prime spoilie. I mean, sure. She's right about that. But there's another thing. It's because she started reading the spoilies that made me definitely not want to read them. But beforehand, like season one, the reason why I didn't look at them was because, okay, the less time I spend on watching the show, the better for me. The whole two seconds it takes to read a sentence, you're like, ugh. Yeah, because it sets it up for what's about to come. I know, and it's like, well, I've, yeah, I don't need to read it and then watch yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if it's going to give away everything, what's the point? Might as well throw away the mic. I hear you. <laughs> but the DVD description for this episode, which aired on November 11th, 2002, Veterans Day, thank you very much, Simon goes on a ride along with Kevin, who runs into a wo- wo- la, 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 who runs into a woman from his past. Eric and Rabbi Glass secretly visit the church to spy on Chandler, the new pastor. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, can I give a spoilie? Yeah, yeah I have on no this idea. episode. <laughs> no, I'm just like seventh heaven. I have a sense that Chandler and Lucy are going to be a thing. Well, uh, I haven't like read before. I, I haven't. So, so we know. Yeah. So the like, so we know. Even though T has never seen this the show, and I've only seen like a few episodes here and there, <laughs> we know that she it does end up with Kevin. They get married. They have babies. Whatever. Like I never watched the show, but I remember that was a thing. Chandler and her? No, no, no. no. Oh, Kevin. And yeah, her. yeah, yeah. Right. I know Chandler's with someone, but I don't. I, well. I think we have our fucking answer after this episode because, ladies and gentlemen, the most unceremonious exit from this show thus far for a main fucking character, this is Adam Lavornia slash Robbie's last episode. Just putting what? this out there. What? This was his grand even- exit from this show. It was completely unceremonious, completely un- unexpected. He has one scene in this whole episode, yeah. and it's his last scene ever. 
I don't know Robbie. Is he the guy who's trying to... Robbie, go- it was Mary's ex-boyfriend who she met when she was doing community service, who they dated for a while. Okay. He was kind of a dick. But then they broke up and he ended up moving in with the Camdens. So he's been like a part him. of... Basically. He's been a part of the fabric of the show for about three seasons now. Yeah. And this is his last episode. And it's so fucking crazy. Like, we'll we'll get to it. But like, this is it. So... Spoiler alert! I think I know who Chandler is here for. I'm I'm really heartbroken. I know. Now that you said that, really, I'm, I'm kind of sad. I the stupid fucking X-ray on Amazon like spoiled that for me, and I was just like, I can't believe it. Terrible. I know. So uh, that's what you were gonna tell me. Chandler that was the big for? secret. Who's so so what we talked about in the last episode when we met Chandler is like we know we know that that the WB had his had the like the hot stable of guys whatever right and so when they introduce a young man like this sure there's a purpose right he's the associate pr- priest at the church and blah 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 he's there to help Eric but like there's got to be a love interest situation happening because like really who's he here for you know what i mean and we realized like well he's not here for lucy so like because she's with kevin and he's not here for ruthie because she's 12 so like who's he here for and then we were thinking about roxanne but like she and robbie have this whole will they won't they business but like (laughs) they won't spoiler (laughs) because he's not around that's a sad exit i know I know it's completely and according to the Amazon x-ray which I don't know what their source is or whatever but like apparently it was completely unceremonious and unexpected but it was a mutual parting of ways like nothing bad happened or whatever and supposedly which I'm really excited to talk about in the next episode he had some lines in the next episode which they gave to Roxanne so I'm just like what the fuck lines are we talking about but we'll get there let's like hold our horses (laughs) talk about holding horses i know for Um, someone that doesn't like the show i'm gonna miss robbie yeah i know isn't that fucking crazy he stole our hearts and now he's gone damn it i didn't want to like it 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 almost makes you want to throw my pen down t but you don't have a pen in your hand yeah i do i always have a pen around (laughs) um okay so let's get into it um, this episode opens with perhaps the most bonkers thing that's ever happened on this show. Um, it's and it's one of those weird like fade in to a conversation that's already happening things, you know, mm-hmm. where it's like it's happening and then you cut to the scene where it's happening or whatever. And it's Yasmin, who I truly never thought we'd see again. Um, and Richard, who I truly thought we'd never see again. So right off the bat, I'm like in for it. Um, and they are arguing in the Camden living room. You're wrong. No, you're wrong. Look, I'm not going to argue with a little girl. Why? Afraid you're wrong? And by the way, I'm a young woman, not a little girl. I beg your Tell pardon. Tell A young woman. But I'm still not wrong. Well, I think you are. We've been around eons longer than your team. And yet we have more spirit than you do. When we play, we play to win, but we play big time. You may play to win, but we actually do win a lot. Face it, most of the time we are the champions. All right, look, number one, you're a little too young for me to talk to you about 1969 or 1986, so I'm not going to bore you with the facts. And number two, we might have been the lovable losers, but now we are formidable foes. Stop. Who's the better team, the Yankees or the Mets? 
the Mets. <laughs> Yankees. That's what you're arguing about? Baseball? What do you think we're arguing about? I don't know. Yankees or Mets? I, I have to go now. And so where were we? I believe you were boring me. Oh, really? I'll tell you something else. Anything about the Mets versus the Yankees is the Mets. <laughs> Even the bobbleheads. You ever see Derek Jeter's bobblehead versus like the I believe you were boring me. Cut to opening credits. Yeah. Like, this is the opening scene of this episode is yeah. Richard, a grown ass man, yeah. and Yasmin, a 12 year old little girl, arguing about the Mets versus the Yankees. Like, this is what we've stooped to on this episode. But, um,. I was so happy to see at least, you know, Rabbi Glass. That's true. I was really excited to see him again. I was almost worried that, like, he wasn't going to be in this episode enough. Yeah. But then he was. I was like, yeah, I'm going to laugh in this episode. <laughs> I like so, Yasmin a lot. Yeah, she's cute. We met her. Now, Lucina, just so we know, you... So when we, when we first had you on... You were tracking along with the show. You had seen every episode up until that point, and like you, you actually kept going forward, like past our podcast. Have you kept up with the show? Have you seen every episode between then and now? No, I just listened to your podcast. Now. I see. I've not been able to keep up just because. <laughs> because you know, why would life? you? That's I a get lot. It. Well, yeah, that's a lot of time. <laughs> I like it still, but I will say when I watched this episode, I was like, God, nothing has changed. Well, except had you known about Rabbi Glass? No, I mean, I had, I didn't know about, like, circumstances have changed, but the show has not. Sure. Like, sure. the feel is it isn't changed, the, like, the, it's still is, like, very heartwarming and kind of naive and just, like, takes a simplistic view of life, I feel like. Yeah, no, as, that's very accurate. Which is what <laughs> I thought when I first was watching it, so. Um, so, just to catch you up, I feel like, so... Matt met a girl and married her that same day. And she happened to be the daughter of Rabbi Glass, who is Richard in this episode. That's pretty much catching you up. Like, yeah. that's all you need to know. Cool. Yeah. So Richard won our hearts because it's Richard fucking Lewis. And like, of course, like he's breath of fresh air on this weird ass fucking show. And honestly, after the whole marriage thing was over last season, like, I really was shocked to see him. Like, I had, I mean, because there's no reason to involve him ever again, but it's like, here we are. But we and saw Sarah. That's true. And especially because Eric had his heart surgery, so like, Rabbi Glass was filling in for him at the church for a while, yeah. or for at least a couple of weeks or whatever, and then they brought Chandler in as like an associate pastor who Eric fears is there to like replace him essentially. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Eric and he do not get along, and so Eric and Richard. Well, it's mostly Eric, but Eric and Richard sort of conspire to go to the church. And like, you know, spy on Chandler, yeah. get, get a sense of like what's been going on while Eric's been away kind of thing. Um, so so they hatch this plan that they're going to drive over there. And then they have, they have this whole back and forth about like, I'm not going to drive. The guy who drives always gets in the trouble, gets into trouble, whatever. And Richard's just being Richard and hilarious. And then Eric finally like convinces him. So they go. Meanwhile, um, Yasmin is over at, at the Camden house and she and Ruthie are 
up in the attic, like chilling, whatever, as friends do. <laughs> Kicking it. Kicking it. And um, they're talking about like boys and boyfriends and blah, blah, blah. I want to get your take on this, Lucina. Like, what did you think about Yasmin's like, I don't know, like her stance, like where she's coming from in this conversation with Ruthie? Um, I think there was one line that she said in um, that kind of resonated with me was about when Ruthie's like, you don't, I don't know, you don't know about my culture just as much as I don't know about yours. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, I know in any culture, young little girls are not supposed to act something to that effect. And I was just like, that's so insightful. Like she's really like wise beyond her years. And, and I don't know, I really liked her. Sorry if I'm, did I answer your question? No, you did. I mean, please, there's no right or wrong answer. (laughs) But I don't know. T, what did you think? I I like that when she said, it's okay, we're just getting to know each other. Oh, right. This I like. And I I have to admit, dude, this conversation amongst women as, as adults, it wouldn't be as calm as that one was. That's Those two were listening to each other and she's asking, she's, and, and Ruthie's like, well, why don't I put on some, like, whether if it was about boys or about makeup. Mm-hmm. Ruthie asks... She has an answer and she really listens. Yeah. So this I like. And not to mention then when Jake calls and like wants to come over. Yeah. Ruthie's like, Ruthie's oh, like no, oh no, Yasmin's here. And Yasmin's like, it's fine. Like I should leave anyway. And Ruthie's like, no, Yasmin's here right now and I'm busy. So bye. <laughs> like, I love that. No tolerance for like the Jake bullshit. It's so cute. I love that. Yeah. I think these two, I think you, I think you had really good insight there about like the fact that these two girls are relating to each other in a way that's very um, respectful respectful yeah and like not antagonistic like i believe in this and you don't or vice versa or whatever you know and it's more just like like not exposing what's the word i'm looking for like like portraying like two different sides of a coin or whatever you know but here's my question to both of you now like what do we think about ruthie like is she trying to grow up too fast uh, do we think that maybe Yasmin is being too, for lack of a better term, prudish about things? I, I really that I that bothered me. Her her, her attitude her, or her saying she's being no, prudish? yeah, her saying that about herself, mm. like, and she says like a Muslim prude. Well, that's yeah, that's afterwards. I know that's yeah. really afterwards. I know, but that that kind of bugged me. But yeah, like why why should she have to paint herself in any one corner? Yeah. But um, I don't know. Like, I I remember playing with makeup, but I never felt comfortable wearing it out. Mm, if that makes any sense. Like, I would play with it because I really love. I loved colors, and I loved to see what it did to my face. But <laughs> but like to wear it out, I, I was very self conscious and like. But like Ruthie fucking ain't balls. She's just excited. She's like, yeah. I can do this. Uh, can I add the sparkly stuff? Not only that, I've never like, done that shit. she's really good at doing makeup on herself. <laughs> like, cause that's what I was about to ask. Is and like, that's before YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. Like, like, listen, like, did you ever play with makeup and stuff at that age? Or maybe I don't even know younger, totally. older. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. All the way too much. Right. I wore it out. 
<laughs> See, then you're, you're ballsy. Dang, girl. Um, no, you know what's funny is like, I've, I was never one of those girls. I never really like gave a shit. Like I never like played makeup and dress up and stuff like that was never my thing. And to this day, I don't even feel like I ever learned how to do makeup properly. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like I'm not, I'm not like, like I, I feel like the trope or like the stereotype or whatever is like girls play with makeup as kids and then they learn what to and then they learn what they're doing as like young adults and then they become women that know how to put their face on or whatever, you know? And it's like, I never had that. And it's always been like this, like, weird self-esteem thing for me that like I was never or I still don't really know how to like put a face on you know um but you do I know you well do. I mean um, I, I fake it but like I but can't, that's what everybody's can't. doing everyone's <laughs> faking it but I can't make myself look like you know like a fucking Kardashian with the contours and shit like yeah because I, I do know. that every day yeah but you can do it though you just you just outed yourself as someone who can do it if they had to <laughs> yeah but that's after watching I don't know how many 30 tutorials like on yeah. how to do that because uh, no <laughs> one time I remember I really really wanted to achieve like a real good smoky eye like it was like back when it was like real popular to do that you know mm-hmm. it's probably around this time if I'm being real oh, yeah, right. and like it was like all about the smoky eye so I sat there and I watched YouTube video after YouTube video of like how to do the perfect smoky eye and then and then I feel like I achieved it but like within an hour it was like gone like gone yeah. to sweat like you know like whatever yeah <laughs> yeah i don't know but i think i think it's nice that no like neither one of the girls is being shit on right like one ruthie is is exploring and experimenting and dolling herself up and it's like cute and fun and the other one is not and that's also cute and fun yeah i what did you think about the point she makes about like isn't isn't the point of dating to find a husband uh, I didn't know how to feel about that. I think it was just like, you know, one way to think about that whole interaction, it was like, I like T's point too, about like two people having like constructive conversations, but it was also like very intentionally uh, about like diversity. And, um, and, and I think those like little comments about the prudish Muslim and finding a husband and some other things that she's like nuanced things that she says are just to say, this is how this culture views the world and expose that. Interesting. So I think the whole overall like approach, Ruthie's approach was nice in that context and saying like these two people who are coming from different perspectives and backgrounds can get along but I think those things were put in there to say, yeah, they are different and that's okay. I think that's actually really insightful because I definitely didn't get that or go there in, in my, as I was watching it. But I think you're totally right. Like I think, cause what, what so often happens on this show, as you know, I'm sure. And T you'll agree with me. Like, the words that come out of the characters' mouths are basically Brenda Hampton's worldview. You know what I mean? And yeah. so, so I think I just sort of assumed that in this as well, where like, where her saying that I was like, Oh, is that what Brenda Hampton believes? <laughs> you know, sure. but I think you're right that like what they're trying to highlight here in all aspects, be it about boyfriends, be it about makeup, be it about hair, all that shit. Like it's like, these are the, these are the differences in the, in these cultures that, 
that make for a colorful and diverse world in which we can all live happily and get get along and all that stuff, you know. Mind you, this is like a year and a, some change right after 9-11. Yeah. So, like, we're definitely living in a post-9-11, post-war on Iraq world or, like, war in Afghanistan world. So, I think, to your point, like, it was about highlighting that stuff for sure. And that's a good... I didn't catch that. That is... That would make sense. That That this is the moment. Yeah. And this is the... And they picked a Muslim... uh, Yeah. uh, person to portray yeah again just to catch you up we've met yasmin before we met yasmin in actual in the actual 9-11 episode of the show um which which is what we're calling it because seventh heaven took their sweet ass time dealing about dealing with 9-11 like i think it was february or march yeah because they were the saying following like, you know year. with the times being crazy that's all they would say they would never mention yeah, in these crazy what times yeah and then finally we meet yasmin and she's being bullied for being a muslim and blah 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 you know so so yeah so so cool comeback of yasmin to begin with and then also just to like this is the moment like a year post 9-11 like let's take this opportunity to once again reiterate like we can all get along and life is good and like you know be kind to another one another whatever it's an ellen shell all of a sudden (laughs) (laughs) and then hi i'm ellen i can't do it i can't do the voice i love it um so that's their deal. And then Jake shows up at the door and Ruthie's all dolled up and stuff because she just That shit was made hilarious when Ruthie's like, open the door, I have makeup on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then Yasmin has to open the Camden's door. Like, okay. And then it's Jake and she like nods like excitedly like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You open the door for him. And then so he's like, he's and he wants to ask her to be exclusive so that he doesn't have to go to this dance with monkey lover. Monkey lover. <laughs> and I love that they have to be like, you know, the girl that called you monkey lover because yeah. we never gave her a name. So who gives a shit? <laughs> like, don't remember her. <laughs> what was her name? Olivia or some shit? I don't, I don't know. know. All I remember is monkey, monkey lover. lover. Who cares? So then, okay, this is where it gets really interesting because he's come over there to be like, let's be exclusive. And Ruthie's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> And he's like, you know, like only see it, like only see each other. And she goes, well, I'm not seeing anyone else. Yeah. (laughs) She's so cute. Because she's 12. And of course. Okay. And then so and then they start like slow dancing in the living room. (laughs) What was the song? Oh, God, I don't know. But it was like one of those like classic slow dance songs. And only to get caught by your mother. I know, which actually I'm glad that Annie caught them and not Eric because like I don't think Eric's heart could have handled <laughs> seeing Ruthie in flagrante with Jake. <laughs> and like they're leaning into each other. They're, they looked so fucking cute dancing yeah. like that. Like like they had their arms around each other and like her head was like nestled in his shoulder and it was like really cute. And they're 12. But she's wearing like full face makeup and high heels and shit. It's like, yeah. what are you doing? The best like, is the, Annie's face, though. She's like, like this hussy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. So, so that happens. <laughs> Have you ever get caught in a situation like that? No. <laughs> <laughs> right? You would hope not. 
so not at that age, but Ooh. when I had my first boyfriend, I was like, um, oh God, 16, 17, I don't know. And uh, yeah, that's, that's talk about Muslim prude. Um, no. <laughs> not a Muslim. Um, so first boyfriend and we we went out whatever like he took me to dinner that kind of a thing and then i had my first kiss underneath the street lamp outside my house <laughs> while it was like drizzling it couldn't have been more romantic and then and then like he had nowhere to go so like i invited him up to my the living room of my parents house okay which is where i lived at the time and like he comes up and then we're just like sitting around like on the floor, whatever it was back when the living room at the house was like my dance studio. So it was just this like big open space, like all the furniture was pushed off to the sides and stuff. So I had dancing space. (laughs) And so we're like sitting around on the floor of the living room, you know, and the next thing I know, like we're like lying down, we're like face to face, whatever. And we start making out while my grandmother is in the other fucking room. And like, we could have been caught at any moment, but we're just like so into, it like we don't care you know <laughs> so that's so that's my being caught story which i never was but like totally could have been yeah <laughs> playing fast and loose <laughs> i love that so much that's great wow my gr- grandmother's in the other room yeah my parents were not in the house for whatever reason they were probably partying because that's what they do and so yeah it's like while well, the cats are away <laughs> you know <laughs> But but my grandmother's there still. <laughs> like okay. <laughs> oh man, yeah, good times. So that's kind of sort of the story of Ruthie, right? In this episode, yeah. A- Annie basically puts her on restriction, yeah, and then she, she gets, gets all excited. excited about it. Yeah, she's like, I, it's like I'm a real grown up. Like ah, I'm on restriction. <laughs> like, I know, okay, Ruthie. I think it, like that moment when you actually get punished in in that light, you're like, oh. I think I get it, but I don't. What do you mean? Like, I remember when my parents punished me later, Uh like a different kind of punishment. I'm like, oh, so that's what it's like. Like, oh, okay, Um, I I got, I got a little. When you're actually like, when you actually have things from which they're restricting you. Yeah. I'm like, oh, so that's what it's supposed to be. And I remember like, this is a joke. (laughs) Like, (laughs) such a bitch. I was like, but I'll respect it. But Okay. (laughs) what's your you have to have a restriction story (laughs) take a deep breath (laughs) no i don't my parents never did restrictions they did like hardcore scolding Mm. where they make you feel like shit yeah exactly that shit's real and that was just like the worst and i mean you just like real disappointment and like the kind of don't talk to you for days. Oh my god! Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. My mom pulls Watch that shit that. on me now. Yeah, yeah, where she'll give me the silent treatment, and it's like, okay, so it's like that. It's always funny when my dad and I do this to each other, and I'm like, and we just give each other like this look, like <laughs> not not having it. Uh, yeah, it's still real. That hurt more when I was a kid than you know it still does. But yeah, <laughs> I feel like the one, the only time I can remember my parents like. Or yeah, my parents like grounding me or restricting me or whatever, and it like really mattered. Was I really wanted to see Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion <laughs> in theaters? So this is like what like ninety five, ninety seven, or whatever, mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. So and I wasn't eighteen, mind you. This is a rated R movie, but like I really wanted to see it, and 
I had been grounded, so I was already like on their shit list. But then also it was rated R. And so and my parents have never given a fuck about rated R movies. Like I was watching rated R movies with them as a five year old, like mm-hmm. whatever, you know. But all of a sudden, now that I'm grounded, it's like you can't. Plus, it's rated R and you have no business going to a rated R movie. And I remember getting so like teenage angsty upset with them. <laughs> like, oh, my God, this is the worst. Like, why are you ruining my Lie, <laughs> <Like>. <laughs> cut to. I they get me the tape, or like the like the VHS of that movie, and like I still have it to this day. <laughs> oh, Tony and Michelle, that that Not was a that fun I have one. A VCR player, but you know, <laughs> yeah, that was that's like the one time I can remember them like restricting me and like it mattering, like where I wasn't like where it wasn't just like whatever, you know. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah, so Ruthie gets restricted. She's cool about it. And uh, she doesn't she lives learn. to sell another day. Yeah, but, you know, she didn't really understand her lesson until she what? sees Sam, oh. and, Sam, um, Sam and David. Oh, right. Because, because like, like, she was all excited. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, she was all excited that, like, I'm on restriction. I'm a teenager now. I'm growing up. Like, it's all these things. And then she, re- and then she walks into the twins' room and she's like, Oh, this is where I fucked up. <laughs> oh, I know, because they have tummy aches because yep. they ate like idiots because they're babies. There's Oreos and chips. Oh, my gosh. And, oh that was my favorite. And, and, and Happy, <laughs> Happy was eating like what cream? Was out it of cream a bowl? or like ice cream? It could have been ice cream. And but I swear, like, I saw I'm like, that's my kind of party. Like, <laughs> I know. It's like. <laughs> on the kitchen floor. Yes. Give me all of the junk food in the world. Yes, please. Um, so yeah, so they're all like in pain over having eaten <laughs> shitty food. And then she likes, you know, stays like, like sleeps in their room with them. So that, that was if cute. they need her or whatever. And Simon's the best. Yeah. He gives her the blanket and stuff. And he goes, well, if you need me, I'll be asleep. Yeah. <laughs> Peace out. And like closes the door. <laughs> like, I'm not going to watch over my brothers. It's your job. You <laughs> fucked up. Which if you think about it, I feel like Simon probably has borne that burden all this time because they share a wall like yeah and he's right there you know so like i'm sure if they've woken up in the middle of the night or whatever like he's been right there so like it's his one night off you see that door still surprises me I every know. time it's so funny that that the whole time there was a sliding door between these two rooms <laughs> and we had no fucking clue <laughs> oh my lord uh okay what should we talk about next tea no, what else happens in the show? Da-da, da-da. Let's talk about Eric and Richard and Chandler. Okay. I love that I get to say Chandler in the I context know. of this show. No. Because <laughs> it's like really weird. Like every time I say it, I'm like, friends? No, seriously. <laughs> like, like my dog brain's like, what? <laughs> what now? Park? Um, so... <laughs> Like if I if I had ears that could move, like one would. No, that'd be up. really cute. I know. I'd be such a furry friend. Really? <laughs> I think so. What kind of dog would you be? <gasps> Labrador Retriever, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> she knows. No, wait, wait, wait. No, Golden Retriever. What's Shadow? <laughs> Shadow's a Golden Retriever. That's what I'd be. Shadow. <laughs> Do you, From yeah. Homeward Bound. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, I love Shadow. I'm obsessed with Shadow. <laughs> Especially when Michael goes, Shadow. <laughs> oh my God. When he comes over that hill, when they think he's lost, and then he comes over, I lose my shit 
every time. I'm sure if I watched it now, I'd probably cry, but I haven't. Oh, I legit watched it the other day and I burst into tears. It was like, it was like all of it. Like my ovaries started melting and my ear and my eye ducts, like just like burst and like all of it. Like I lost my friend. just did a spit take and it was amazing (laughs) (laughs) so uh, i'm so curious to how why that made (laughs) let's like breathe for a sec (laughs) her ovaries were melting Oh, I freaking don't know. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, you lost all your wine. Would you like another? <laughs> oh, oh honestly, I, this is why we need to record this podcast, oh. like, on video. <laughs> because you cannot write that shit. Oh I know. Oh, I love that I just made you do I've never made anyone spit take before. I feel honored. <laughs> oh, my God. It all just came out. Oh, that's amazing. Oh it all just came out. But yeah, so enough about Shadow. That's who I'd be if I was a furry friend. Um, <laughs> wait, were you going to ask me a question Excuse for real, me. though? No, 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 no. Okay. Um, so, okay, let's talk about Eric and Richard and Chandler. So Eric and Richard cook up the scheme and he's on top of him the whole time because again let's not forget eric has just had heart surgery and he really shouldn't be exerting himself okay and richard mentions that he's not feeling too hot but he has to drive because eric can't drive because he had just had heart surgery i don't know know. (laughs) so they get in the car they go straight to the church but annie's like what are you guys up to? What are you doing? They're like, no, we're just going to go to the park. It's cool. Whatever. We're going to feed the ducks. You know, know, maybe a swan or two. (laughs) (laughs) If they rear their heads. And um, so then Annie leaves and she passes Robbie on coming in and she tells Robbie, like, threaten them. Tell them not to leave the house. And Robbie's like, I can't leave. Like, I I can't threaten them, whatever. And plus, he's he's like, he's like, plus, I'm busy. I have things to do, like, all mysterious, like. Like, pack your shit? Basically, that's what fucking kills me. And that's not his last scene, but pretty much. Um, So, Robbie tries to threaten them. It doesn't work. They leave. They go straight to the church. They, like, sneak into Eric's office. And, like, Chandler's there behind the wall (laughs) or whatever. Yeah. So they're like, oh, oh, we didn't see you there, whatever. And then they, like, talk to him, basically. How's your sermon coming along? I could use some help, but I was, I was trying to let you enjoy your time off. I don't want to pressure you, but just so you know, boy, they always remember the first one. The first one is everything. I mean, come Sunday, it's judgment day. <laughs> and that's one tough flock you're speaking to. Would either of you care to to read my sermon? Maybe give me some notes? I'd really appreciate it. Oh, sure. Yeah, we'd love to read it. It's, it's on money and the meaning of life. I reworked this op-ed piece I wrote for the New York Times. Well, we'll just take it with us and I'll give you a call later. Great. But only if you feel like it. And only if you have the time. I don't want to get myself into trouble with Annie for getting you back to work too soon. Don't worry about Annie. I think, you know, she's ready for me to get out and get back to work. She is? I mean, uh, of, co- of, co- of course she is. Yeah, yeah. 
Richard's the best. I love him so much. He, he should. Is? I wish he was on. The, he was a regular all the I time. I know. He he deserves to be a part of the fabric of this show. Like because he would just bring it up. Yeah, yeah. All he does is elevate it. He's so great. Yeah. Um. So so Eric's like being a dick to to Chandler. Basically, like the you know it's a tough flock you're dealing with. You know, like this they're really judgmental on Sundays. It's blah blah judgment blah. Day. Like okay, girl. Meanwhile, Chandler is like the best spoken orator of them all. <laughs> like yeah. when he's doing like he like practices the speech up at the pulpit, and it's like amazing. And he's like hitting all the points, and he's talking about money and how it's not the root of all evil. We're the problem and whatever it's like real making you think you know and eric's like losing his shit eric's about like, it. i need to kill this kid and then poor richard is like <laughs> hunched over the side of the pew barely able to function and she, and he's like he's like okay can we go to the hospital now because i'm pretty sure this is what a heart attack feels oh. like <laughs> heartburn all of a sudden he's having a heart attack and he can't stop like burping and shit okay what the hell (laughs) i was totally caught off guard by that too i I mean what is how did we get here what just (laughs) happened such a left turn like oh my gosh so then so then eric's like like i have to drive like i have to drive you and richard's like no no what if something happens to you i can't have that be on my conscience <laughs> like he's the one with the fucking heart attack he's like but but we agreed i drive <laughs> like yep so <laughs> i want a richard in my life I like where we need a richard god we all need richard like we have any i'm trying to think about that because we have the same friend group but like I don't know. It's probably an offline conversation. I know. <laughs> Our he, listeners don't Nordic care. is the closest. <laughs> That's true. I don't think we ever name dropped him on the podcast before, but Oops. I could see that. I could see how he's maybe. Yeah. Ah, we'll talk about it offline. Oh, that'd be fun. <laughs> um, so, so then they get to the hospital and like poor Richard is like freezing in the hospital bed and he keeps like stressing because he's like, he's like, this is my fault. I brought, you know, like I, I brought this upon myself because I, you know, I, I, I talked to your flock about kosher shit, whatever. That was so funny. When he calls Mary Magdalene fab, he calls her fab. Yeah. He's like, yeah, he, um, in Eric's office uh-huh. at church. And uh, this is when Chandler like walks away. And he basically, uh, he looks at him and he's like, don't judge me because I, I spoke about kosher law. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, he's yeah. like, it was very educational. And he goes, and don't get me started on Mary Matt. She's fab. And like, the, <laughs> that's true. She's fab. I was like, okay. That's I, true. He's the best. My favorite is, it's prior to this when they're still in the kitchen, like hatching their spying plan. And oh, yeah. Richard's talking about like the kinds of sermons he's done while filling in for Eric. And he's like, he's like, that, that blood of the lamb stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, Makes- what is this blood of the lamb makes me queasy just thinking about it it's jesus it's so funny and then eric's like it has nothing to do with you (laughs) (laughs) fuck eric and richard together is like gold it's so fun that could have been a show that could have been a show like i'm gonna be really bummed if we never see rosina again now that we've seen richard again i know 
It was Zena's Richard's wife. So, so anyway, so he ends up in the hospital. He's losing his shit. He's like, this is the end. This is the end. This is how I die. Just leave me here, whatever. And Eric's like, you're going to be fine. They're just going to do some tests, whatever. They're going to keep him overnight. So the story they come up with is that Richard is spending the night at the Camden house because he doesn't want to worry Rosina that about the fact that he's staying overnight at the hospital. I, I mean, dude, these are grown men. Yeah, like seriously. Teenagers. Like, come on. <coughs> it, you're like, I want to stand for that shit. I just don't get it. <laughs> yeah. They're being like, stupid. What is going on? They're here? being so stupid. Like, also like, what is going on here? Is Richard going to die? <laughs> like, like they just leave that thread untethered by the end of this episode. Like we never find out what the deal is. He can never like, die. It better come back next episode is all I can say. So then, then Eric has no choice, but to call Chandler to give him a ride home because Richard was his ride home or was but, his ride. But first threatens him. And oh yeah, then. they do that stupid thing where they like zoomed in close on his mouth while he's doing a voice, and I'm uh. like, we know it's Eric, and so does Chandler. Like, what is this? Like, it's just, and you never want a close up on his mouth. Like, really, you don't. I, just, I don't like a close up on anyone's mouth, let alone let it be sure. Stephen Collins. I just didn't need to see Richard, Richard, Eric being so petty. Like, yeah. he's already being petty. This whole episode is him being petty. But for him to go the extra step of like prank calling his own office where Richard is, is just like a step too far. Meanwhile, his friend is like dying. Yeah, yeah. Potentially. Well, had maybe a heart attack. <laughs> I love how the doctor too when he comes in yeah. he's like he's like I'm not gonna tell you yeah. until we do some tests yeah. what kind of doctor is that yeah I'm not gonna tell you what we think we know until we do some tests like what that entire storyline was the whole like for me it's like the show does not change it's like stupid naive and you're just like really like this is the shit that we're dealing with right now well and it's also really dumb because it's like if they just needed a way to get eric and chandler in the same room you know what i mean like if they had to basically decommission richard for the time being like was him having a heart attack and ending up in the hospital the only way to do it? They couldn't have just like faked an emer- like not faked, but like he couldn't have had a home emergency or something and then stranded Eric. Like, like why did he have to end up in the hospital? Like, what are we doing? And what did they achieve by putting Chandler and Eric together? Like, I don't well, know. Well, because they, they finally him. confronted each other because Chandler appeared last episode, but Eric refused to even talk to him or face him and instead got all you know petty and shit so forcing eric and chandler into the same room together or in the same car together if you will like finally has eric looking him in the eye and going i don't like you fuck you blah 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 which again is gross and stupid but it needed to happen i think for the continuation of the storyline because otherwise because you can't just have eric continue to be like crazy in his own head about it you know what i mean i guess i just didn't see that happening i was just like at the end of it it it's just like he's like okay lie to my wife and then leave right so the whole like Maybe I missed it, but like coming to like, let's talk about this and let me just like be. Oh, they don't have a mature conversation right, about right. it. There you go. But it's Eric being like, oh, you know what you know what you're doing and blah, blah, blah. And and then and then trying to get him 
as like a co-conspirator to lie to Annie about what he was up to. And Chandler's like, can't we just say that he had a heart attack and ended up in the hospital? And he's like, no, I was a man on the edge and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, Eric, you are losing your fucking mind. Like, do you hear yourself? You know? And my favorite is when he gives him a look and you hear Eric saying, don't judge me. Oh, yeah. Don't judge me. You don't know. A day ago, I was a great man. Like, okay. I was an honest working man and I had a job and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, you really yeah, need the to The only one who's taking you out of your job is yourself, dude. Like, check yourself. Yeah. What's Annie's deal? <laughs> What's she dealing with? Poor Annie is just dealing with the wrath of Eric. Like, always. Always. Why is she running around? Like, like why is she like had to go oh she had to go to a pta meeting meeting. or something you know something to make her run around and be out of the house whatever um and then she finally came home and saw ruthie and then right and yeah caught ruthie in flagrante with jake and then, then and then when chandler brought eric home she comes out and she's like what's going on where's richard blah 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 and then eric like basically lies but like half truth lies about where he is and blah 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 and annie's like you're fucking crazy and like goes back inside and eric like sits on the stoop yep and like takes a beat <laughs> you know like needs a moment <laughs> whatever what did i do with my day <laughs> seriously <laughs> which perfectly segues into the next storyline that we want to talk about about kevin about kevin kevin what do you think of kevin Oh, yeah. We need to talk about Kevin. So this is the first time I met Kevin. Of course. Uh-huh. And I don't know. I just don't. I, I this didn't, is a hell of an episode to meet him on, by the way. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't get the whole, like, I didn't get the sense that they're going to get married. And, and when, okay, when Lucy closed the door and got all crazy about him um, having an ex-wife. Mm-hmm. And the camera zoomed in on the door. I was like, this relationship is over. Interesting. I think, I think that is Seventh Heaven being a soap opera. Like, you know what I mean? I think, I think that is classic Seventh Heaven where it's like every episode has to end on this big cliffhanger, like boom moment. And then it's fine the next time. You know what I mean? Um, so, but, but what do you think about Kevin as a person? Are we, like, into it? I think he's, like, the blandest character I've ever met. Really? Yes. That's interesting. Based on that, like, short... All right. Interesting, interesting. Because I had the same thoughts before, too. You know what? You know what's funny is now that that I'm sort of seeing it through your eyes, I am realizing, like, this is not a Kevin highlight reel moment. Like, this whole episode is not a Kevin highlight reel. Okay. I think... I think Kevin has had some amazing highlight reel moments since since we've met him, but this episode is not. He's he is sort of like blah in this episode, you know. What do we think of Roxanne? Oh God! <laughs> don't let my don't let my opinion color yours. <laughs> is the, the cop lady? Yeah, 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 partner. Yeah, I don't. Same kind of kind of like a child, mischievous like. You know, like you would get the hell out of here. Kind of. That's okay. what I was thinking the whole time. Mm-hmm. But Kevin, the reason why I say bland is because I just don't see any complexity in character. I don't see any flaws. I thought he was like a perfect person. 
Interesting. And I just, you know, I like the Marys. I like the, I like the people who are just like, can't help themselves. Hmm. And so do, do you, do you feel that way about Lucy as well in that same way? Like she can't help herself or does she just annoy the shit out of you too? Well, she annoys the shit out of me, but it's like, she has the flaw, which is like, you can clearly see it as just like, she's crazy, Mm -hmm. you know? And, and that's like. Yeah, Simon says as much. Her edge uh, (laughs) of the thing. That's how she's imperfect character. Um, But Kevin just seems to be just like, just very, you know, your perfect man. That's interesting. Um, Again, I almost wonder if, if this is not the right episode to meet Kevin on. But I am biased because I have like a real soft spot for Kevin. But, um, but, so, okay, let's just get into it. So Simon is going on a ride along with Kevin and Roxanne. That's their deal. And I love that Lucy, when he, when she's walking Simon out the door, is like, okay, so ask her if she likes board games. And yeah. Simon's like, what? what? <laughs> like People that you? like board games are family people. And people that don't are, are like single, single people. Okay, you guys on point by the way no such a true statement oh, i love that so much i was like i yes it's very true it's <laughs> uh, very yes. fucking true like i've never met uh okay here's the perfect example i know he's not listening to this so i don't care so i have a cousin who's a couple years older than me and he's like he's always been the bachelor type you know kind of like an aloof dude not in a bad way it's just who he is you know he's great i'm not saying anything like it's not his personality it's just it's like it's who he is you know he's just sort of like a dude whatever he doesn't really like engage much and shit right and then he got he's he's been in this relationship for a few for a few years now they got engaged at the end of last year and literally it was like a switch fucking flipped all of a sudden he's all about fucking board Board games games. it's the funniest fucking shit like it's so funny like i've always been the board game person in our family i have like a giant collection i've I've always i'm always bringing a game everywhere i go because like you never know when it's the right moment to play a board game you know that's my deal and all of a sudden he's all collecting shit and he's like he's like bringing board games to family gatherings and i'm like who are you (laughs) it's so true oh my god well when that conversation was going on i was like "Hmm, i'm a single person and i meet all of those things (laughs) must be right i get it live alone (laughs) yeah totally so so, right, so Lucy's trying to make Simon do, like, recon for her while he's on this ride-along against Roxanne because Lucy just does not like Roxanne. And the more I watch things like this unfold, the more I have to side with Lucy here because, and I think I said this in the last episode, it's like Roxanne antagonizes her constantly. Like, I'm not, I don't like Roxanne, but I don't really have a reason not to like her, but I don't like her because of the fact that she's constantly like trying to like neg Lucy. And and Kevin is no help though. Yeah, I know. Kevin fuels the fucking fire. Can you not tell her what to say to make Lucy feel better? Yeah. So Who gives a shit? Right. So then so then Simon and Lucy walk out, cut to Kevin as talking to Roxanne. Now just say you like board games. <laughs> like and it's like, why are you getting involved, Kevin? Yeah. Like, stop it. Stop putting yourself in a position to pit these two women together. And then maybe they won't keep pitting themselves together. Like or against each other, not not yeah. together. You know what I mean? Like 
all three of them are not helping their own situation get any better. I know. It's very frustrating. So then they go on this ride. Sorry, oh, you were going to say you, something. No, I just, yeah. Which part? Go on. I, I, I just keep thinking about the time which she, she sees, and I'm going ahead if that's okay. Mm-hmm. She sees them dancing at that, you know, two-step place. Oh, no, no. That's in the next episode. We don't talk about the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Was it? Yeah. I- <laughs> oh, no. I think it ended on that. No. Nope. <laughs> oh, God dang it. <laughs> Shit. I but guess- you watched the next episode. It ended in no. so far as it was the next episode. <laughs> Wait, you watched the next episode? No, 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 no. Absolutely not. Well, how no, did you, you know? <laughs> I guess I got into it because, like, I guess it. Like, yeah, yeah. That's why she thinks in. it's the end of this episode because it smoothly transitions exa- into the yeah, next That's exactly what I thought. Ha- no? No. Yes. You're like, shit. Nope. So you must shut. be watching, you must be watching a newfangled version of this where there's no credits at all. It just yeah. literally seems flow, flows seamlessly. You know, into she the was next doing one. the dishes and she's like, oh. <laughs> oh, I was, I was cooking. There you, go. There, you, there you go. That's but, how you miss the credits. So the, the end of this episode is when is the slamming of the door. Oh. Yeah, we'll get there. We're, we're getting there. Where she I, basically says, fuck you, Kevin. Well, but no, I really, though. I know, I know. You know what I'm saying? I just want them to say fuck you once. <sighs> I know. They never will. They'll never will. The closest we got is shut up, Annie, in the last oh, episode. shut up, Annie. So, okay. So, they're going on this ride along. No, you're fine. Please. We can't, we can't hold our guests to the same high level of standards we hold ourselves. <laughs> oh, yeah, because we don't fuck up. <laughs> I know. I'm the queen of fucking up the episodes. Please do not feel bad about I, it. I whisper to her, like, next episode. Listen, we've pulled back the curtain on this shit all like since day one. Everyone knows we do multiple episodes in a single recording session. Yeah, because we got because jobs. We, because we got shit to do, peeps. Okay, we do two episodes a week. What do you think is going to happen? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have been watching way too much Tiffany Haddish. I think I'm channeling her. She's awesome. <laughs> she is awesome. But I feel weirdly like appropriating when I do that a little bit. I don't want to. I hope I don't offend any listeners. All right, fine. Then I'll just tell you, watch yourself. so they're on this ride along they're pulling over people for speeding blah 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 it's boring and then they pull over one more person and it's fucking mindy burbano and okay so that's her name right burbano do do we all remember her wasn't she one of the wb anchor people thank you you know what the weird thing is they don't mention that in the x-ray well why would they she's a nobody who gives a fuck no they mentioned princess fucking diaries Oh, she was in that? She was the coach. Oh, she's the... Ro- re- no. She's the coach. Oh, she's not the reporter who's no, the doing reporter, the whole news piece? No. See, the reporter was Is from Kathleen 90210. Oh, I thought it was Kathleen Marshall. No, that's the principal's assistant. Sandra Oh. Yes. The principal was Sandra Oh. Yes. And then the news reporter no, from No, Kathleen Marshall is the queen's assistant. Oh, yes. Hello. And it's yes. been in all of, like, Gary Marshall all of Gary films. Because that's his daughter, obviously. Yeah. But, <clears throat> but, 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 but... But where was I going? <laughs> that Mindy Barmano was not in the x-rays mentioned as the WB. Yeah, co-host. and I'm like, and it threw me off. I was like, I know she was an anchor, right? Oh, you had to look her up? No, I, I saw her face. I'm like, I know she's an anchor, but why isn't that popping up in the x-ray? Which, what, what made me laugh is that her name is Mindy on the show. And I'm I like, know. they couldn't just make up a name. Like no. She had to be a Mindy. Apparently, like, she needed to respond back to a character. Yeah, yeah. Only yeah she, cannot, she cannot respond to any name other than her own. Mindy? So, Hi! So Kevin goes up to the window, as a cop does or whatever, and then 
she's like, Kevin can Kirk? Mindy can Kirk? And I'm like, okay, either it's a long lost cousin or something's fucking up. Right? That's what I thought. (laughs) Like, something's up. So they hug it out. They have this like long, lingering hug. Roxanne and Simon are like watching from the distance the whole time. Roxanne wants to know the deets, hides the keys from Kevin so he can't drive off without telling the story. Fuck this bitch for real. And finally gives the keys back. And Kevin's like, like I'm not going to tell you. Don't you have a job to do? She, you can't play this kind of game. I, can't, I cannot with Roxanne anymore. Like, I just, especially now that I know that Robbie's not going to be around anymore. So I don't need to give a shit about her. Like, <laughs> I don't, like, why? Why does she exist? Give it three episodes. It's going to be like a Robbie situation. <sighs> You're going to love her. I really hope not. Because for that to happen, she's she's going to have to be, like, ingrained in the life. And I can't imagine that happening. That's going to happen. Because she's not family, okay? She'll never be family like Robbie was. Oh. Mm-mm. This is... Yeah. Uh, don't make me drop the pen. <laughs> this is real. <laughs> I mean, I'm sad that Robbie left, too. Uh, okay, he hasn't left yet, though. Oh, but he <laughs> So... Finally, finally, they show up at the house after their shift or whatever at the same time that Eric is like sitting on the stoop. So we hear Kevin go, let me run this past you to Eric. Cut, right? We don't hear him tell the story, but we know he's telling the running past Eric the story of Mindy that he's eventually wants or going to tell Lucy. So then Lucy comes home. Where has Lucy been this whole time? Library. Oh, right. (laughs) So, no, you're right. (laughs) Lucy comes home and Kevin's like, oh, like, you know, sit down. I want to talk to you (laughs) or whatever. I'm just going to play the clip because, like, what? Lucy, when I graduated from high school, my girlfriend thought she was pregnant and we got married. In the church, small family wedding. Only she wasn't pregnant And neither one of us wanted to be married at 18, so six months later we divorced. Why didn't you tell me? I was afraid you wouldn't love me. I was afraid this would be a deal breaker. But I do love you, and I've always been afraid that you won't love me, so I guess I know just how you feel. Really? Really. I love you, Kevin. I love you. Why are you telling me this now? Valid question. I pulled someone over today and it was her. So Roxanne met her first. Roxanne didn't meet her. Well, she had to have seen her. She saw her, but neither she nor Simon met her. Simon saw her too, which is the only reason why you're telling me. Well, I was going to tell you eventually. Is she pretty? Luce, don't do this. Is she? I don't know. You can ask Simon. I will. I'll ask him right now. They're finally having a real fucking moment. He's opening up. He's communicating. He's coming to her with something. And she just fucking lets it all devolve when she gets jealous about Roxanne and Simon having met her first. She, She, I'm not saying she deserves it. But she brings it upon herself. Serves what? 
she doesn't. I'm, what I'm saying is like Kevin is finally taking this moment to be like, you've been asking me for weeks now or months or however fucking long it's been. If have I ever been with a woman? What's my past? Blah, blah, blah. And I've never told you. I've always dodged the question. I've always like, sh- like, you know, circed, circ- what's the word? You know what I'm re- <laughs> like? You know, you. skirt, thank you. Circed. I almost wanted to say circed. Skirted the question. And so he's like, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you now. Does. And she's like, why are you telling me this now? Like, she brought this upon herself, right? Am I crazy? Well, yeah, that, that question wasn't necessary. However... When she's like, you wouldn't have told me if it wasn't for if Roxanne, Roxanne and Simon hadn't seen it. And too. that I believe. I believe that too. I believe That's that because true. he's been dodging the fucking questions in every true. episode and he and he shuts it down without an explanation. But he would time. have told I do believe that he would have told her eventually. Eventually. Yeah. Eventually. What, after they were already married? Mm, Why does it matter? Maybe. Well, it matters to her because she's a virgin and shit. Oh, okay. So here's it, my it problem shouldn't. with it. My, it shouldn't, my, but I'm saying that's, but, but that's but, but why hold it on. does. But if you have like, if there's a moment in your life that, dude, you got married and divorced, like that's pretty big. In one year, you did that. That's huge. Well, we, and that and says we something always about knew your there character. was going to be a story. That we always knew there was yeah. going to be this big, that, dark, deep story because he kept skirting the fucking question. And here's question. the thing. Like, it's not even dark or twisted no, at all. It's not like rape or anything. No, no, it's not dark. It's not twi- It's like, this was something that was in his life. And like, who cares? And it's who he is. It's yeah. real. You know it's, what I mean? He obviously fucked his girlfriend premaritally and they thought she was pregnant. So he did the right thing and put a ring on it. But then when they realized she's not pregnant, it's like, why are we married? That's dumb. We're too young. You well, we put a ring on it. I love how he tries to be like, well, the good news is I can't get married in the Catholic Church. <laughs> like, OK, that's the good news. Yeah. I'm like, what an idiot. OK, boy. No, did I'm, you know the Catholic Church allows cremation now, guys? They do? Yeah. Is that because of the new pope? I don't know. I think it might have been pre-new pope. Okay. Also, the new pope doesn't believe in hell. Sorry. <laughs> I don't follow the Catholic Church I don't either. very closely, but good news. <laughs> <laughs> good news is... Um, I thought she I, she... I lost it with her when she was like, Roxanne met her first. Yeah. Right. Even the, the whole like, why are you telling me that this now makes sense? You know, especially if he's been like skirting the issue. It's like, okay, why are you telling me I guess me that's now? true. Yeah. Like, it's like intellectual that's curiosity, the only, right? That's right. the only part that I'll give him like, okay, maybe. But then when she's but like, then be ready for the that, answer. I know. But this is like, what child, dude? She is. She is a very immature 20 year old. That's the truth. And, and she's again, 20 now. Yeah. And, or almost 21, or maybe already but is. But also, like, Hers, okay, I understand like keeping your business your business. 100% I get that. But when she said like, let's keep it between us. Well, okay, so this is what I wanted to talk about. So she le- so she's like, oh, I'm going to go ask Simon right now. I'll see how pretty she is. Slams the door in his face. And then two sec, not even half a second later, pops back out, rubs his shoulders and goes, let's just keep this between us right now. Why? Like, what? what is that about? I, that's what I'm trying to understand. Like, I. 
because she's she so wants open. to control the narrative. That's fucking why. Because because she wants to determine in her head if this is something that that that's going to be part of their story or not. Because she's a fucking fairy tale romantic. Like, let's be real. She loves this game. She loves that that their love story is like we met on a whim because I was detained by customs, and then and then he li- moved to Glen Oak for me, and he, you know, I I wasn't ready to get happen. married, and then I was married. Right. But so I'm saying. She loves that shit. She loves that it's all this fairy tale romance. So, so by by saying let's keep this a secret because she's trying to see how this fits into the narrative before she allows it to be part of the narrative. I don't know. I mean, I guess that's an interesting way of looking at it. I don't know. I just couldn't. Am I giving them too much credit? Uh, I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Maybe and like because there's a part of me that goes like. This girl tells everybody her problems, and for the first time, she's saying, "Let's just keep keep this between us." Why? Like to control the narrative, or are you embarrassed of something? Well, I think that too. Together, yeah. I think so too. And what are you embarrassed of? That what this guy had a fucking past. Yeah, and it was real, and that was it. And then guess what? It's okay. So that was his past. I know. It doesn't change who he is. No, exactly. It, it doesn't. It, it made him who he is. And 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 it's like and it's like I was saying, it's like if you're gonna ask the question, why are you telling me this now? Be ready for the answer, dude. That's very You want and why did you ask the question if you weren't ready for the answer to begin with? The question of have you been with someone? Yeah, which part bothered you more? The th- oh, excuse me, Roxanne met her first. Yeah, exactly. Does that piss you off more? The fact that he fucked someone else before you? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, what's really the concern here, Luce? For- Luce? Yeah. Luce. <laughs> not not you, Luce. Other Luce. But for- so the whole exchange that could have been a real like breakthrough in someone's relationship turned into a just petty yeah. thing because she brought Roxanne into it. Yeah. And she just was like, is she pretty? Like, who the fuck cares? Who's sitting next to the guy right now? I know. So I know. Maybe like the 20-year-old didn't mean Seven years later, mind you. Like, you know what I mean? Like, a whole lifetime has passed since then. They were stupid kids. Like, he has moved, he has moved his entire life. To be with to you. To be with you and live in a tiny little garage apartment so he can be with you and is like and is like waiting and like buying a ring to propose to you and it's this whole thing and like and this is now gonna be the, the, the straw that broke the camel's back because one, you were married before and two, someone else met her first. Like it's just yeah. It and it devolves. It it all falls apart. They're finally having this really beautiful like communicative moment for, as a couple, like growth, you know? And she just shits all over but it. But it's not only that though. Like Lucy, you really need to shut the fuck up. You have been in love before. You have been That's true. You what have, about Jeremy? Like you have Jeremy? <laughs> like you Yeah, yeah like you, you get, <laughs> Jeremy, that's my favorite. Um, but you get what I'm saying? Like, you've been in love too. You have a past too. Like, true. What does it Preach, fucking girl. matter? Like he, like he could ask. He could. He could ask and be like, "Oh, so who have you seen, or who did you fall in love with?" But he's well, not. And plus, he knows about Jeremy because she can't keep a secret. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so just shut the fuck up. Yeah. I don't know. Lucy just bothers. She me. bothers me because she really just doesn't know how to like hold on to something good, like. That's why I thought they were going to break up and she's going to end up with Chandler. <laughs> yeah, it makes sense. I get that. I can see that. 
I, and that's totally valid. What sucks from our, from my and yours perspective, I think because we know they're going to end up together, all of this shit is just like bullshit drama. We're just like, can you just put the ring on the finger already? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like none of this matters. And Lucy needs a Kevin. <laughs> oh, for sure. Lucy this, needs is, this is why I love like Kevin. Kevin. This is why Kevin has a soft he spot in my heart. Shut the fuck because up. he, he, shuts it down like he is not having any of this shit this is as close as we've seen him get to being put in his place by her ever you know yeah. what i mean okay that wins points for me because i was just like how do you deal with that that just like, he puts stupid. up he puts up with her bullshit but he also does not tolerate it like like yeah. like she'll get all snithy with him and he'll just laugh in her face i fucking love that like it's <laughs> amazing yeah um the only yeah the only yeah this is the only time this was like, the one he time actually just shuts up where she's like where she's like let's keep it between us and he's like i already told your dad did i do that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um which like also fuck you kevin you told your dad before you told lucy i know everybody else knows before lucy <laughs> Everybody else knows before Lucy again. Poor fucking Lucy. Like everyone knows but her. But I love Simon's comment of like there's a reason why she's she always the last. She's crazy. She's crazy. It's crazy. So true. It's like and he just like laughs like, and runs inside. He's yeah. like, you made your bed and walks away. I mean, for sure though. I mean, and honestly though, I'll say this for her, for him or whoever, like Lucy is very, very lucky that Kevin is madly in love with her (laughs) because like so many chances by now for him to have been like, you know what? I don't need this shit and like bounce the fuck out. Like there's no commitment here. There's nothing happening. Like he is so in love with her that he's going to continue to put up with her like crazy moodness, mood swings and insanity and shit because he's madly in love with her. She is so lucky for that because like, otherwise she's intolerable (laughs) like she's like insane yeah i was just gonna say what are some redeeming lucy qualities oh god let's let's run down the list shall we (laughs) oh yeah you know what what was it she's kind she's passionate she challenges herself and others i mean honestly if there was an award given out every year for the best of the human race she'd win it every year yeah it seems like you guys have done this before. Well, that is a laundry list of her qualities that um what's his name? Eric, Eric gave like told her right before he went into surgery. What have I accomplished? <laughs> I've done nothing. The fucking best in the human race. Okay, let's just think about that for a second. We're talking the human race. She's the best. She's the best and she'd win it every year. Hey, man, if there's one person that's going to cheer you on, it better be your fucking dad. Yeah, but like, realistically, I mean, that's just like pie in the sky nonsense. Pie in the sky. (laughs) That's literal nonsense. I'm really trying to think of the episodes I've watched, and I'm like, I can't remember like good Habitat for Humanity. She did that? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. She built homes for the needy. Yeah. I don't know, but that seems yeah. like surf- anyway. I, okay. I really liked what she, uh, who she was when she was with. Um, who was her favorite? Who was Rod? Her fa- no, even though Rod was fun. 
Um, he was not the favorite. You're no, right. No, no, Who was? Who are we thinking about? Before Jeremy? Jeremy. Before oh. Jeremy. Jeremy? Jeremy? <laughs> what was his name? Michael? No, Mike? Oh, Mike Pierce. Yeah, Mike Pierce. Well, yeah, because they were never really together. They were yes. never together, but I yes, liked yes. Lucy who she was when she was around Mike Pierce and uh, like what she did around then. I don't know, because she was kind of weird and petty with him too. Like the whole like, oh, I don't know about you. Yeah, but... And then, and then, and then wanting him when he was taken... But again, I kind of like that because she was actually growing. Sure, I'll give she you that. She was learning more when give it comes that. to him. She she crushed it when she took care of his mom. Yeah. That one time. Mm-hmm. She crushed that game. Yeah. Sorry, I remember your summaries of those mm. episodes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. World in depth. And the heavy breathing. <laughs> the... <sighs> Yes, like like. Oh my god, I had forgotten. It was terrible. It was terrible. I said I'm working, and I'm like, oh, I stopped, and I and I look over at my phone. I was like, oh, I think I need to pay attention. It wasn't my fault. (laughs) He's like gonna have a conniption just from breathing. I love how you played that entire clip. I was like, okay. Let it ride. How did you not have anxiety? Dude, yeah. That shit gives you anxiety listening to it. Yeah, I said don't work. Oh, God. Was that season five? Yeah. Wow. That was a millennia ago. Damn it. Um, I mean, literally, it was like pre-2000. Mm. <laughs> um, so that's the deal with those two idiots. <laughs> I think we did we do it? I think we did it. Simon All that remains. Simon just was in that car. Mm-hmm. Dude, really that's it? Yeah. Is that what happened? All that remains is to say goodbye to Monsieur Robbie. Monsieur Robbie. <laughs> this is Robbie's final scene on the show. Come in. Hi. Hi. You want to tell me why you were meeting with Chandler today? He let your little secret slip. You went to see him? I told him I thought it would be best if he packed up and left town. Thank you. I know he won't, but I... Thank you. It it means a lot to me that you would do something stupid like that on my behalf. I can't take all the credit. Matt and Mary asked me to do it. They're good kids. Yeah. Good night. Good night. That's it. <laughs> um, I I do want to point out. Not Mary asked me to do it. I know. Good night. Hold on, but I want to point out something. I know we mentioned, um, Yasmin and Ruthie, right? Mm-hmm. And you said Brenda Hampton. Uh huh. I did say all three of those words. Yes. And Brenda Hampton, <laughs> like this is the voice of Brenda Hampton, right? Right. We're forgetting. Barry Watson wrote this episode. Shut the fuck up. Barry Watson wrote this episode. T, you just blew this shit wide open. Yeah. What the fuck? You didn't read that? No. I went back twice just to make sure no. I read this. Oh my God. Barry Watson wrote this episode. Oh my yeah. God. So that's why it's How a are you not different. reacting more to this news, listener? <laughs> that's why it's a little different this time. Holy shit. It just hit me now. I forgot. I'm oh like, my God, T. Yeah, way well. to bury the lead. 
It's actually kind of fun. It's amazing, <laughs> is what it is. Holy the, the shit! Episode is amazing, or the fact no, that written, you, the fact that it's written by Barry Watson. The first one amazing. that he ever wrote. That I don't know. No, I, it has to be the first one he's really? ever written. Really? Okay. And it's post, so he's no longer on the show because of his whole cancer deal. He'll he'll be off the show for this season and the next season, and then he makes sporadic recurring experiences throughout the ex- ex- appearances throughout the rest of the series. But I had no fucking clue. For Are you sure it's the Barry Watson, not some other dude named Barry Watson? <laughs> you know what? I'm going to go with the Barry Watson that I know. In my heart, it's our Barry Watson. Yeah, because you even mentioned he directs a few episodes at some point. Oh, maybe. You did, men- I mention, did I mention that back when we first started doing yeah, the podcast? Yeah, you mentioned okay. this. And so I guess maybe this Holy is shit. one of the beginnings. Holy shit. Yeah, for someone that doesn't pay attention to the credits, meaning me, I'm surprised I didn't catch it. I know. Holy business. You know why, though? Because I was too busy watching the the Yasmin and Richard arguing scene. I know. To pay attention to the credits rolling by. I know, and apparently this is all Barry Watson. Wow. Okay, but let's be realistic now. Now, now we go out further, right? Just because your name's on an episode doesn't mean you've written every word of dialogue, whatever. It just oh, you, definitely it not, usually right? means like it's your story idea. You get you get to have credit for it because you kind of have led the charge of like this. This will happen to this person. This will happen to this person. Yeah. Whatever. But like, I mean. Yeah, what an honor mm-hmm. for Adam Lavornia to go out on a Barry Watson penned episode. Yeah, he's like, brother, I'm kicking you out. <laughs> and he, he has to like slip. Mary and Matt told me to do it. Like, exactly. why though? Why are you still talking to these characters that don't exist in the universe anymore? Well, they will at some point again, right? I mean, yeah, but it's like, but it's like, it's so unnecessary. It's like the show is like, don't forget, Mary and Matt exist. I <laughs> like, know. you know, like, it's, it's don't forget true. just because they're not here, you know, like, but okay, we know. And I'm over it. <laughs> exactly. It's like, when, when, when you need me to remember them, bring them back on the show. How about Seriously. that? <laughs> where, where's Mary right now? Uh, living in Fort Lauderdale and being a flight attendant. Yeah. And being a general bitch to the to everybody because she refused to even pick up the phone when Eric went into surgery. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah. And Maddie Boy is uh, in New York, well, Columbia, Columbia, studying in med school. I I thought it was weird. The Mary and I thought that was weird. I was like, that's so weird. Oh, her leaving, the, her, her departure. No, 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 no. Him mentioning. Oh, Mary like name Matt. dropping. Yeah, yeah. I was just like what. <laughs> So unnecessary. Yeah. Why couldn't he have done it of his own volition? Right. Why couldn't he have been like, I saw, I knew how much it meant to you, so I tried. <laughs> like, you know. Mary Matt told me to kick him out. Like, <laughs> so stupid. And now that you know that it's his last episode, it's interesting that he goes off on this, like, note about That's the goodbye. note, yeah. He, he couldn't have an episode with Ruthie calling her Snooki one more time? Well, but again, the way that the x-ray made it sound is like, it was very unexpected like because they had written lines for him in the next episode so it's like you know i don't think whatever it was as mutual as they say it was clearly it was like gotta bounce bye you know like broke his contract probably that kind of a thing you know he said peace out i'm done with you yeah i think i think i want to think it's that but i'd actually sooner believe that like he had to for some like personal reason you know what i mean like i don't think it was like bad blood really if I had, if, if I'm being real, I feel like the juicier story would be if it was, there was bad blood, but I don't think there really was. Okay. 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 <laughs> but yeah, so just as Joy left us unceremoniously, as oh, yeah. did Robbie. 
<laughs> Into the sunset he goes, Monsieur Robbie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always going to call him that. He will always be Monsieur Robbie to me. Oh, it's... <laughs> Now that he's off the show and I can't refer to him ever again. <laughs> um, yeah, I think we did it. Do you have any stray observations about anything we didn't talk about, Lucina? She shakes her head no. No. <laughs> this is an audio medium. <laughs> no, I mean, I think, like, but like I said, it, even though I haven't been watching as I was um, before, it, it, the show hasn't changed a whole lot. That was like my big takeaway. Mm, mm-hmm. It's like th- this is still seventh heaven. We're still dealing with the, like the small petty things, and it's like the biggest deal to every character <laughs> in the show. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. Yeah, hasn't that, But but I feel like that's a really good perspective because it's I can, and I don't want to speak for you, T, but like for me, it's hard for me to like have that perspective on the show because we're watching it every week and like and we're like in it you know and in fact this season for me felt like oh there's a tonal shift <laughs> like like this season felt like oh something different is happening here and let and yet someone who has stayed who's kept away from it for a while comes back and it's like it's the same bullshit you know like, well it kind of is but just more soap opera that's all it is it's just it's just an extra layer of shit uh, yeah yeah you're probably right you're probably right i mean the fact that eric can say shut up to annie like couldn't would have never happened if only it was like dynasty six seasons ago slapping and drinks yeah. being shut up annie <laughs> <laughs> i've never watched dynasty but I, that's my image of it is like like gloves being slapped on faces and shit I, yeah i don't it's just so crazy like i did your mom ever talk about dynasty no no my mom was never she was too old for that wasn't she i don't know about that (laughs) when was dynasty the 80s yeah no my mom would have been in her 30s by then she would have been too old for it was it okay i thought i really thought it was a soap opera not for the young like like when i mean the young not like oh teenage i i see what you're saying i guess that's true but i feel like to to get into it you had to be at least 50 <laughs> you know what oh, i mean like okay like then like i'm saying i think you're right not that she was too old then she was probably too young for it mm. yeah oh dinosaur. then again my grandma wasn't into it either but then then again my grandmother grandmother has been into days of our lives for the last oh i don't know 50 fucking seasons like that show's still going that show is still going every day at one o'clock on channel four do not talk because my grandmother is watching days of our lives is it still going yeah yeah today today it aired at one o'clock whatever day you're listening to this it aired at one o'clock on channel like one that's not on that has been on for a long time was it young and the restless one that's not on that has been like something that has been on for like 30 plus years days of our lives they just recently canceled isn't there one that they've done i i think they did end general hospital okay maybe i yeah i think general hospital is done but all my children bold and the beautiful bold and the beautiful i'm seeing all Uh, these names like i'm excited is one that's no longer but that one didn't also last as long as do y'all remember the fucking show passions oh that was the next one out of my mouth was passions that lasted like what five ten years yeah and then um, and then failed miserably yeah and then uh cutie kevin from this is us was on that show once upon a time Justin Hartley? Yeah, he used to be on Passions. Shut up. Yo. <laughs> That's where his career was born. I thought it was born on Desperate Housewives. 
Uh, am I confusing things? Definitely not Desperate Housewives. Okay. But fuck yeah, that show was good once. That show. <laughs> you used know what to else he was on? Justin Hartley. Revenge. What the fuck is Revenge? That that Sunday soap opera in primetime with what's her name? Emily Emily <laughs> Emily Vanderkamp or whatever oh, her fucking name was. And, and then her real life boyfriend played her like boyfriend it? lover Supernatural on Revenge. Too? No, no, not Supernatural. Hartley? Super, the Superman show. What was that shit called? Smallville? Smallville. I don't know. I never watched that show. Notice I'm like, Smallville. Smallville. <laughs> we represent the Molly Molly Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, Luz. Oh, man. We are a riot. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay, so now this now is the part of the episode where we rate... Sorry. Now is the part of the podcast where we rate the episode. Now. Did you say party? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Things have changed since the last time you were on the show. Back then, we were doing a 1 to 10 scale. Now, every single person gets two thumbs, which you can either go up or down with. Two thumbs. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what what amount of thumbs do you give this episode? <laughs> I'll say a thumbs up for still being a very positive, like, good-hearted show. And a thumbs down for just like having ridiculous storylines that are in characters that are sort of <laughs> just like, what are you doing? But I still like the show because I think it's like, especially now when we live in such a divisive world, to see like the little girls have a conversation and be able to be like, ah, we're different. We come from different perspectives, but we still can carry two opposing thoughts in our heads. It was really And nice. respect each other. Right. Yeah. Yep. I like that. Wonderful rating, Lucina. <laughs> Congratulations. <Thank you. laughs> T? Thumb up, thumb down. Mm-hmm. Again. Ditto. Yeah. <laughs> thumb up, thumb down. I oh, know. I, I think I agree with you guys. Like, I, cause there's, there, there's enough here to give it at least one thumb up, right? Yeah. Like, there's, there's some juicy stuff happening and it's like kind of fun, whatever. And all the Richard Eric shit, I mean, that's just yeah. gold. I mean, that is just liquid gold. But then the rest of it on top of it, where you're just like, mm, you're like, just no. kill me now. <laughs> like, mm, sorry, not sorry, but no. Um, yeah. So three thumbs up, three thumbs down. All right. Beautiful. Love it. Yes, we did it. Okay. No other observations? Mm-hmm. No. No? Okay. Well, as always, don't forget to rate, subscribe, and review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us at For Heaven's Sake Pod on all the places or send us an email at For Heaven's Sake Show at gmail.com. Also, if you like what you hear, tell a friend, head on over to patreon.com slash for heaven's sake pod and subscribe to become a heaven head and get two bonus episodes a month. And until next time, bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>